Welcome to The Reload, where we help unconventional leaders craft the life they truly want by questioning the assumptions they have about how life works. My name is Sean, and I'll be your host on this journey. As a performance coach and special operations combat veteran, I help high-performing executives kick ass in their careers while connecting with deeply powerful insights that fuel their lives. What's up? How you been? Hopefully, things have been good on your side of the internet here. I wanted to do a companion piece to last week's episode on inner transformation, like carving your skin off with a knife, episode 145. And I kind of debated back and forth as to whether it should be titled sort of a part two, or whether it should have its own sort of standalone title. And I think that a standalone title might, in the end, be better in that this topic is related, but in many ways stands on its own. So if you haven't listened to episode 145, I would recommend pausing this one or queuing this one up and then going to the other one, finishing that one and coming back here. Ultimately, when people engage in deep inner transformation work, there is quite frequently a lot of physical pain that comes with it or discomfort. And over the years of coaching people, I've had and my own journey as well, plus the accounts of various other folks that I've come across, other coaches, other individuals that are on some sort of transformation process. But all these different inputs have talked about how their discomfort sometimes manifests physically. And before I forget, there's a book that I've mentioned in the past. It's called The Body Keeps the Score. And I will do my best to make sure I link to it in the show notes. But what this book talks about is the ways in which our emotional and psychological and mental pain and anguish and suffering does show up physically and can also be stored in our bodies. And what's interesting about this is there are a number of body workers, so massage therapists and acupuncturists and etc. People that, you know, physically work on people's bodies to, you know, create healing that have noted that they were working on a certain spot, and then all of a sudden the client or the patient burst into tears or became completely despondent or had some other sort of very visible manifestation. And in the psychedelic retreats that I've led down in Mexico, shaking, sort of almost epileptic shaking, has been something that a lot of people do. And so there's this, this energy of trauma, and whether we want to call it capital T trauma or lowercase t trauma is irrelevant to me. What ends up happening, though, is that we have these traumas, big or small, and we store them. We store them in our bodies. And I know that for many people that might sound 
like complete horseshit and just totally hocus pocus. And I would have been one of them. I spent a good, I don't know, 30 plus years of my life believing that psychosomatic manifestation was fiction. But it is a very real thing. I've had numerous, very traditional, very conventional, straight-laced, good, hard-working, religious corporate leaders, highly respectable individuals, tell me over and over and over again that when they started to dig into really difficult things from their past that were affecting their present and sure to affect their future if they did nothing about it, they had the urge to vomit. They were unusually fatigued. Drained is is typically the word that they used. Use. So there, there are very real physical manifestations that come with the stressors that we feel. And it's not just in your head. So I wanted to be able to make mention of this in its own standalone forum so that it is not just tucked away in another episode. If you are going through what you consider to be really deep transformational work, you know, you're not just looking at how to be more efficient with your emails, but you're really truly looking at why it is that you blow up at a team member or your entire team or why it is that you blow up at your spouse or your kids. And you're wondering where all of this pressure is coming from. Will it ever go away? Are you destined to just repeat the patterns of the past, whether they are your own or whether they are things that you inherited from your parents or your family of origin? If you're digging into these deeper questions, then it very much is likely that at some point you're going to stumble into something that is going to show up in your physical life. And what I recommend if and when it does is that you give yourself grace. You give yourself permission to collapse. If that's what, if you're smoked, take a nap. Don't completely berate yourself that you have to tough it out. And I've had CEOs who have had to clear the rest of their day because they were so smoked from a session. And sometimes those were days that they really didn't want to clear. Like they actually had things that they wanted to get done. And yet they recognized I'm, I'm in no condition to have the next set of meetings. Now, obviously, I, I wish, <laughs> I wish that we could just sort of go super deep into really dark territory and then surface right back to the top and not have any sort of adverse effect, but, and, you know, address some of that in last week's episode. But this process is sometimes very grueling. And I wanted to make mention of the fact that you are allowed to give yourself a break. You're allowed to, if you have been really diving into this 
difficult territory to ask for help. Help in understanding it. Help in contextualizing it. Asking for a hug can be really, really helpful. You know, just having some human touch and the oxytocin that comes with it, if we want to put a little bit of a neurotransmitter spin on it. But this connection, the sense of connection, the sense that we're not carrying this on our own, even if the other person doesn't really fully understand it or they don't understand it at all, can they be in support of us? Can they be in support of the journey that we're on? And oftentimes we we actually have to use our words, use your words to ask for help, to ask for support. And if you're a client of mine listening to this, you can ask me for support. I recognize how hard this is. And it it whenever somebody comes back to me and says, wow, you know, I, I threw up last night because of all the stuff that we dug up. That doesn't make me feel good. I'm not, I'm not high-fiving myself over here. But I recognize that for many, that's part of the process. That's part of the clearing process so that we can let things go and that we can make tomorrow, quote-unquote tomorrow, better than today or yesterday ever were. But allowing ourselves to, to shift down a gear or two or three or four and to give ourselves the permission, right? Because so many of my clients as well are individuals who so rarely ask for help. So we can give ourselves unusual permission to ask for support in a very personal and vulnerable way. When I was going through this process for the first time, I had to do the same thing. I had to lean on my wife in ways that I never, ever thought I would. Ways that the old me would have considered embarrassing, at the very least. So can you give yourself that freedom? And in so doing, can you also begin to show yourself, oh, wow, yeah, things can be way different than they've ever been. I don't have to address this issue, this problem, this malaise, this difficulty in the same way that I've addressed difficulties every time in the past in terms of being rigid or being hardcore or standalone. So I wanted to just offer that up. If you do experience physical symptoms, whether it's nausea or muscular tension or diarrhea sometimes or fatigue, like unusual fatigue, or you might have a bout of shaking, just energy that wants to get out of you, let it happen. It's okay. You'll be all right. And then look within. Look within at what the body was attempting to tell you. Look within to try to understand how long the body had been holding on to that, whatever it was that just came out. And where can you <laughs> look for more? 
Because chances are there is more in there that wants to come out. And how much less effortful and how much less burdensome will it feel when you allow those things to escape, to release, to go away? And then start to recognize, oh yeah, hmm, maybe do, things do feel a little bit lighter. And how can that continue to improve your life? And how can you continue to be conscious of the things in your current life that create stress and that might turn into festering wounds if you do nothing about them or if you hold that energy in to get toxic? So how can you get more adept at seeking out these potentially toxic issues in your life and letting them go so that they don't have to store up so much physical energy. All right. Going to be a short one today. So remember, the body keeps the score as the book that talks about this in greater depth and with far more expertise than I and I will link it in the show notes so that you can just tippy-tap your way over to it. It's probably going to be linked out to Amazon or something like that. I get no commissions. At least I don't think I do. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I hope it helps. If you are getting value out of this and you think it's a fair exchange to tap the like button or the subscribe or follow, that would be fantastic. Even better if you decide to share it with somebody share the resource or share this episode or share the whole show, but with intention and purposefully or don't totally up to you until next time. Take care of each other.